0: In the first part of this week's parsha, there are five carbonoids that are discussed. The oila, the mincha, the chatos, the osham and the shlamim. By each one of them, the pasuk starts off by saying, zois toiras, or "viz zois toiras, of this particular carbon. These words zois toiras simply means, these are the laws of this particular carbon. Now, even though these are dinim, and the carbonoids over here are things that are mentioned already in parsha's vayikra, like Nevertheless, it makes sense simply to say, Zois, Teiras, these are the laws, because there are new dinim, new laws that are being added over here that were not said in the previous parsha. comes along the toiras Koyenim, and so too in the Gemara and Shas, that we learn out extra things from these words, Zois, Teiras. From Zois, Teiras, Oilo, we learn that there's one Teira, there's one law for all of the Oiles, meaning for all of the things that go up on the Mizbeach, and that is that once something comes up on the Mizbeach, it doesn't come down. In other words, the word Taurus is coming to add a certain type of Euler, a certain type of thing that went on the Mizbeach. Even if it's possible, something went on the Mizbeach that didn't belong on the Mizbeach. And yet, if not for the word zois Taurus, we would have thought that it is taken down from the Mizbeach. So now we are told, no, it stays on the Mizbeach. As the Postle says, everything that goes up, Allah Mizbeach is staying on the Mizbeach. So too, in regards to the other four categories, the Mincha, the Chatos, the Ashram, and the Shlamim. We learn out from the word zois toiras, from each one of these, is coming to add again a type of carbon that if not for this rebrief, for this extra word, I would have not understood that it should automatically also have the same halacha as the carbon, at least in regards to a specific law, as the Torah's koinim goes on and explains. When it comes to the mincha, the Torah's koinim says that all menachos have a similar law, that they all need to have shem and a oil, and levoina the special spice called levoina. What is it coming to add? Because there's a certain type of mincha that none of it is eaten by the koyanim. For example, the mincha of a koyan himself. Nevertheless, from the word toiras we learn that all menachis have one law, all of them need Shemin and levoyinu. From the extra word toiras by chatos we learn out that all chatois have one law, and that is that all chatois, if the blood sprays out from the carbon onto one's garments, you need to wash the garments. And what's being taught? That even the carbon is chatos that the blood is usually brought inside the Heichel, as opposed to the ones that their blood is sprayed on the outer Mizbeach. So the ones brought inside the Heichel are not even eaten at all by the Koyanim, and nevertheless, also those, if the blood goes on someone's clothes, the clothes need to be washed. From the word Tairas Ha'ashem we learn that all ashamois have one law, and that is that all ashamois the blood needs to be sprinkled on the bottom part of the Mizbeach. And the Chiddush over here is that even the ashem of a Mitzorah, the blood needs to be put on the bottom part of the Mizbeach. Why would have I thought differently? Because by the Metzodah it says, Kachatos haosham it seems to be being compared a bit to a Karbenchatos. Now a Karbenchatos, the blood is put on the top half of the Mizbeach. So from the word Zoyis we say no, all Hashamites have the same law, blood on the bottom part of the Mizbeach. Finally, from the Zoyis we learn out that all the shlomim have one law, and that is, that also by a bummer by this private sort of Mizbeach that in certain times was allowed, the concept of Zman, the concept of time, still is very important and relevant, meaning in regards to the dinim of Noisar and Pigul, if a carbon was left over after the time, or if the Kayin had the wrong thing in mind, that it's going to be eaten after the time, called Pigul. So even by the bomb of these dinim apply. So in summary, we have for all five carbonos what's learned out in this extra word, Teiras. What does Rashi hold? We find something that seems to be very puzzling. The first two times when it says Zoi's Torah, that is the oil and the Mincha, Rashi explains what Torah is coming to add. They all have one Torah, one law, and brings exactly the same things that the Torah is and brings in regards to the Eulah and regarding the Mincha. When it comes to the next three, Zoi's Torah Torah Zoi's Torah Rashi doesn't say anything. The question is, it seems to be, either way you look at it, there's a problem. If Rashi is of the opinion that Torah is coming to add something, he should have explained what's being added by the last three, by the Chatos, by the Osham, and by the Shlomim. If Rashi is of the opinion that Al-Derek HaPshat, there's no need to learn out from the word Toiras anything, Toiras just simply means these are the laws, then why does he need to explain by the Oila and the Mincha what we're learning out from it? So the Rebbe says, seemingly we would have been able to try to answer it in the following way. As a rule, Rashi says, we do learn out something from Torahs. As Rashi says himself by the oil he says, Shekhal, Torah, every time it says Torah, it's coming to add something. That it all has one law, etc. And the reason why Rashi doesn't tell us by the last three what it's coming to add is because he's relying that once I told you this rule already, you're going to understand yourself that we need to learn something out from it. And you'll figure out what laws could be learned out from this. Aye, if that's the case, why buy the Mincha, the second case? Does Rashi still tell us what we learn out from it? Why isn't he relying like like he relied for the last three? The Khatas, the Ashram, and the Shlomim, that you're going to figure it out yourself. Why doesn't he rely on the Mincha also that you'll figure it out yourself? Once he told you the rule already by Euler, that we learn out something from Torah. So the Rebbe says, because... Rashi is not relying that the Talmud is going to figure out this idea that all Karbonis Mincha are going to need the Shemen and levoina, Because I may have thought that only a Mincha of a Yisroel needs Shemen and Lavoina. A Mincha of a Yisroel that part of it is burnt on the Mizbech and part of it is eaten as opposed to the Mincha of a Koyin that's completely burnt. is because perhaps by the Mincha there's room to make a mistake. The Talmud could have thought that the word Zoyz is coming actually to teach us a different din completely because the Gemara actually learns out from the Zoyis Torah Mincha that all Menachis have one Torah, that even the Menachis that doesn't say clearly that the rest of it has to be eaten by the Koyanim, like the Mincha of a Choyte, of a sinner, so nevertheless, these Karbonois, again, besides specific Menachis, but generally other Menachis, even those that don't say clearly that the rest of it is eaten by the Koyin, is eaten by the Koyin. In order that we shouldn't think that Zoys toiras a mincha is coming to add this law that the rest of menaches are eaten by koyanim. In other words, that the minchas choyte, the koyan gets to eat the, the remaining of that carbon as well as the gemara does. This is why Rashi needs to bring what the Torahs koyanim says, so we shouldn't make that mistake. Because Rashi had already actually told us earlier that the actual halacha that the gemara tries to learn out from these words that a minchas choyte, the rest of it is eaten by a koi, and according to Rashi, pshutoy, it's actually learned out from a posseg in the previous Pasha that said, kamincha. And therefore Rashi needs to tell us, no, we're not learning that out, we're rather learning out a new din over here, about the Shemin and Levoyinam. But the Rebbe says this is not enough of an explanation. In other words, to say, that generally Rashi is relying on the Minchamish mikra, and in this particular case, he was worried that the Minchamish mikra might learn out something wrong. So the Nebuchadnezzar says two points. First of all, since Rashi told us already where we learn out the idea that the Minchas Choyteh, the rest of it is eaten by the Koye, and we learned that out of it out from Apostle and by Vayikra, there's no need for Rashi to worry now that that's what the Mincha Mishlamikra is going to try to learn out from the Zoyis Toyeras mincha, Rather, of course, he'll look for something else. If we use the logic that the Mincha Mishlamikra is going to figure out by himself what to learn out, then he's not going to try to learn out the Din that the koyanim eat the rest of the mincha. Because that we learned out already from a previous Pasek. So all it will be left with is this halacha, that shemen and need to be added to all manachis. But more importantly, the Rebbe says, how can you possibly say, it doesn't make sense to say, that Ben benchamish Mikra is going to figure out all of these extra things that the Torah's koyanim tells us in regards to these karbonis, the chatos, the ashram and the shlamim. And the Rebbe goes through them one by one. When it comes to Torah sachatos, from which we said we learn out, the toyeres koyenim learns out, that the blood that's sprinkled on a garment, even from a chatos that, that comes inside the hegel. So this is what we learn out. So the Rebbe says, how could Ben Hamish Lemikra think that this is what we need to learn out? In fact, he would have thought exactly the opposite. You don't even need to learn it out from anything. The logic would be, if chatois ha is if the carbonis chatos that remain outside the heichol, and if their blood sprinkles on garments, you need to wash those clothes, how much more so a chatas apodimis, which is a much more strict type of carbon khatas, there of course you have to wash it off. In fact, the only reason the Torah's koyanim needs a possek for it, is because, in other words, the Torah's koyanim says, that I would have thought maybe, I shouldn't wash it, and therefore I need a possek to tell us to wash it, is a whole kalva of of kachikotche, which the Rebbe says the Bencham Shlomiker wouldn't even know, as we'll see in a minute. The Traduscarinim goes like this. If Koche Kotchim, which these are the highest level of carbonis, which are generally compared to the arachatos. And if they're compared to the arachatos in the sense that both of them, koche kochim and a khatoschizoinis, the kalim, the dishes, the pots that they go into, you need to wash, you need to rinse, and so on. And yet, koche kochim, you know, don't need to wash the clothes that they came the blood came in contact with. So how much more so it says the Tayyas the chatos hapnimis, the inner chatos, which you don't even need to wash the pots and kalim that it was in. How much more so? Seemingly you shouldn't need to wash the clothes that it came in contact with. And therefore we need a Pasik to say you do need to wash the clothes. That's the Pasik. And our Pasha is always But the Rebbe says it doesn't make sense that Rashi is relying that the Talmud will first figure out that Kalva Khoimer. And therefore, need the Pasuk V'zois Toiras to teach us that we need to wash the clothes of the Khatos pinimis. Because again, he would have said that's an obvious case. Especially that this whole law, that the Khatos pinimis you don't need to wash the Kalim for, different to a regular Khatos, is something that Rashi doesn't even mention anywhere in Chumash. How is the Ben Chumash even supposed to know that? When it comes to V'zois Toiras O'ashem, and we said it's about spraying the blood on the top part of the Mizbech or the bottom part of the Mizbech. The whole concept of Hashem Metzoyer is only going to be spoken about later in Pashas Metzoyer. How can you expect a Talmud will overhear in Pashas Tzav by himself be able to figure out what the Teiraz Koinim is saying about the Hashem Metzoyer that also that blood needs to be put down lamato when it's something that he didn't even learn about yet. And certainly, says the Rebbe, you can't expect the Benchamish Shlomiker to understand by himself the that it's coming to add the dinim of Zman regarding the Bama as the Torah's Koyanim learns out, especially again that these are dinim that are only going to be spoken about later in Pasha Re'e. So in summary, the Rebbe's question is really back to square one. Why is it that by the first two, by the Oila and the Mincha Rashi, found it necessary to say what we learn out from it, and by the last three, the chatos, the ashram, and the shlomim Rashi doesn't say a word. So the Rebbe explains it as follows. The truth of the matter, according to derech hapshat, it's understood, that when we say that you learn out something extra from the word Torah, every time it says Torah, is coming to learn out something extra, it's only if the word Torah is, is, is extra, if it's unnecessary. Or even more so, it seems to be not even fitting in the Pesach. For example, when it says, if we would translate it, these are the laws of the Ola, there's a problem. Most of the halachas of Ola were already said in parshas Vayikra. How can you come along and say, these are the laws of the Ola? As if these few laws over here is the laws of the Ola. Most of the halachas said already earlier. Therefore, we must say it's coming to add something. It's coming to add something regarding all things that go up on the Mizbayach Don't come down. The Rebbe says the same thing is true when it comes to the mincha and when it comes to the chatos. Most of their halachos said already clearly in parshas va'yikra. There's very few dinim that are added over here. When it comes to zois toiras ha'oshim, now the dinim of carbon osham don't actually say in parshas va'yikra. In parshas va'yikra, it only said who brings a carbon ashem, but not the dinim of a carbon ashem. Therefore, when it says, the translation is very simple. These are the laws of the carbon ashram. There's no problem. There's no need to add anything. So too, when it comes to the shlamim, when it says, the, it's referring over here to a Toida, as the postage itself goes on and says, I'mal yakrivenu, etc. So the whole concept of a carbon Toida is not even mentioned in Parshavah So when it says, you don't have to learn anything out from it. It means simply, Zoi's Torahs, these are the laws. So what about the Korban Chatos? Why does Rashi not say anything by the Korban Chatos? Which, Zoi's Torahs, we cannot say that it means simply these are the laws of the Korban Chatos because in this case most of the halachas of the Korban Chatos in fact did say in Parsha's Vayikra. So why does Rashi not say anything? So clearly Torahs does have to add something because it can't mean that these are the laws it's clearly coming to add something. So why does Rashi not say what it's adding? So the Rebbe says we must say that in the case of the carbon chatos, it is so obvious what it's coming to add that Rashi doesn't have to say anything. And the reason for this is: what does it say right after Torah sachatos? The halacha that says is in the place where the carbon oil is shechted, that's where you shech the carbon chatos, and that means that all carbon is chatos, even the chatos of the koyin mashiach of the Koyan gadol that did in avero. Or the community carbon chatos, where it doesn't say clearly that it needs to be shechted in the tzofin in the north side of of the of the of the azara. Nevertheless, we need a it in the tzofin, as the pasuk says, it needs to be shechted in the same place as the carbon oila. However, that's what the pasuk says. So there's still one type of carbon that I would have thought that even though yes, it says you should shecht the chatos in the place of the oila, I would have thought that maybe you shouldn't shecht it in the tzofin. And this is what the Bencham micro will understand. It's coming down at this particular carbon that I wouldn't have thought that. Which carbon is that? Which carbon chatos would have I not thought that? That's, that we wouldn't say it's automatically just like every carbon chatos. That's a carbon oil This is a carbon chatos that comes with certain, for certain aveirois that we say that if the person is rich, he brings a sheep or a goat, a female sheep or goat. If he cannot afford it, he brings birds, doves, turtle doves, if he cannot even afford that, he brings flour. Why would have I thought that here it doesn't matter where it's shechted? Since this is a kind of khatas, where it's possible, there's not even going to be shechita. It's going to be flour. It's not even going to have malika that applies to a bird. And we have that by a carbon oiler as well. The idea of malika, but here we have a new kind of category. We have something a flour. That that does that's applying over here, that doesn't even have shechita at all. So we may have thought that in a carbon oil of a yoder, the whole concept of shechita is not even such an integral part of the carbon and the kapara, and therefore it doesn't matter where it's shechted. Maybe this halacha that where you the carbon oil or you shecht the carbon khatas, doesn't apply over here. Even if you're going to bring a sheep that needs shechita, and this is what Zeus Torah Sachatos, this is the simple addition that's coming that Ben Chamish micro will figure out by himself that all carbonized katos do have to be shechted in the Tzophoim. And since carbon is a carbon khatos, it also has to be shechted in the Tzophoim. And Rashi doesn't even have to explain it because these are the first words after Zois Torah Sachatos are these laws. That, you need a shekhten and a tzofoin, whereas the rest of the dinim of the chatos said already in pashas vayikra, so therefore it's obvious what the word toiraz is coming to add is that this law applies to all the karboni's chatos. So let's just summarize um, what was going on till now so we can continue the sikha. The Rebbe spoke about five carbonis. Carbon oila is the first one, and the carbon oila, most of the dinim said already in pashas vayikra, so it's clear why Rashi has to come and say what's well, being added by the carbon oil from the word zois toiras. We're going to skip for a moment about the mincha, we'll get back to that. Let's just summarize the other ones because mincha the Rebbe is going to discuss further. When it comes to the carbon chatos, we know already from the carbon oil that if the word toiras is extra, we're going to learn something out from it. When it comes to the chatos, we figure out by ourselves what it's coming to add. That all carbonis chatos, even the oil of the needs to be done in the north, needs to be done in the tzofing. When it comes to the Asham and the Shlamim, again Rashi doesn't need to say anything. Why? Because in this case, Zoy's Torah means simply, these are the laws. We didn't learn the laws at all previously yet. We don't need to add anything new. These are the simple laws. The laws of the Carbonis. So now we're left with one. What about the Mincha? So the Rebbe says and Siv Zayin, according to this, is now difficult to understand why by Torah, Sam Mincha does Rashi have to tell us that it's one law, one toira for all menachas, that all menachas need to have oil and levoyno, even the mincha of a coin that's going to be burnt completely on the mezbeach. Why doesn't Rashi rely that we'll figure this out by ourselves, just like by the Karmokatos? So the Rebbe says the explanation is as follows. Al derech it makes sense to say that when it says zois toiras, it's coming to add something, it's coming to add one law regarding all carbonics, but it's in connection to the dinim that are about to say in this parsha itself, after the introduction, whatever law is going to say now is going to apply to other carbonics as well. That means that the following din that's coming up now is going to apply to all the categories of that carbon, even something that I may have thought shouldn't be included in that halacha, and nevertheless it's being included. So, in the case of Karbin Mincha, this idea to say that Toy is coming to add the laws of Shemin and Lavoina, this is something that doesn't say in this Parsha. This idea of Shemin and Lavoina, all it says over here, in our Parsha, is the Hei You take from the flower, that's by the Mincha, and you burn it on the Mizbeach, etc. But the actual fact that it needs Shemin and lavoyna doesn't even say over here. This is something that actually said in Parsha Vayikra. And therefore I wouldn't think that the word zois toiras over here, which is seemingly coming to tell us that one of the laws over here is going to be applied to other karbonais I wouldn't have thought that that's going back to a law that we learned about menachis back in Parshas vaikra. This is why Rashi needs to tell us regarding the mincha, specifically what we learn out. Another reason says that, ever why? We wouldn't think without Rashi that it's applying to the Shem and the Levina. That the mincha needs no? So there's another reason, the dinim of Bechlal of the minchas koyanim, which say after the after this section of the zoyis afterwards is going to come the dinim of the mincha starts off as a new section. Hashem, Hashem speaks to Moshe. These are the laws of the carbon of Aaron and his children, the mincha v'koyen. Since in between these parshiyas. There isn't only a break, as in one parsha and another, which we know that there's breaks in the parsha as Rashi tells us, to give Moishanab in a time to contemplate, to think, between the different sections of the different dinim. But here there's a whole new vayadaber. It's very difficult to say that that word, v'zois toiras ha in the previous parsha in the previous section, would be coming to add the minchas koyanim, that it has the same din as all the menochas which is completely separated with a whole new Dibur, which seems to show that this is a whole new Mincha, a whole new Inyan, a whole new idea. And the Rebbe learns a Kavachoymer from the fact that even by other Karbonois, Mincha, asham, and Shlomim are not separated with a Vayedaber. And they're completely different categories. In other words, by those you only have the separation of a separate parsha, a separate section, but not a whole new vayadabr. So if that's the case, over here when there's a whole new vayadabr, I definitely would have thought that the minchas koinim is a separate category. That could be another reason why Rashi has to tell us that nevertheless, zois toiras is applying to those menachis. According to all of this, what we get out of the summary of all of this is that when we have the additions of the Parsha's Karbonis in our Parsha, compared to the Karbonis of Parsha's Vayikra, we have two sorts of additions. One type of things is new dinim, new details in the Karbonis of Eulah, the Mincha, the Chatos, all have new dinim. Generally, these are dinim that were discussed earlier, but we have new details. And then we have new types of carbonis completely, which are the Asham and the Toidah, which we didn't have their laws previously at all. So too, says the Rebbe, by the first three, we also have the concept of Zoistoy Toiras is coming to add a new category or a new type of thing in the carbon that we say that one law is going to apply to all of the things of that carbon. Again, Euler and Mincharashi tells us what we learn out from it. And the, and the Chatos, Rashi realized that we'll figure it out by ourselves. And as Rashi himself actually points out these two types of additions that happen in our parsha by the first carbon. On the word Zoist Tairas A'ilah, Rashi says, this is coming to teach us two things. Number one, that we burn the fats and the yivorim, the different parts of the Mizbeyach, he could do it all night long. And this is why. This is what says right after the words in the posse, another thing it's coming to teach us is about things that were possible. which of those things, if it we went on the mezbeach, do you have to take off? Which of those things, if it goes on, do you keep on? Because as we said, Torah is coming to include things that even if they went up, they don't come down. These two different types of things that are being added in our parsha, these two different halachos or kinds of karbonis that are being added, says the Rebbe, is really the difference between echos and Kamos, quality and quantity. The first category, says the Rebbe, is a soften addition in the quality of the carbon, meaning to say, we know about the carbonis already, but new denim are being added in the carbon. That means we have the same category of a carbon, but now there's new denim, new aspects being added. So in other words, what's being added is to the quality of the carbon itself. In the second case, what we're speaking about is quantity. We're, at, we're speaking about new types of carbonates now that weren't even spoken about before. Or an addition in the quantity of the carbonates, that means with the same halacha and so on. That means other carbonates also have the same halacha. Says the Rebbe, from the fact that the hoi sofa was being added over here is not only quality by adding certain dinim, but we also have additions in quantity, adding and speaking about new carbonates. Here we have a oh, hoi in and a generally he says that Rebbe, gashmius the way gashmius is measured is usually in quantity Ruchnius is more about quality so here comes Doherah. the way to add to echos to quality to Ruchnias, sometimes that's going to happen specifically by adding the avoida also with kamos with quantity with gashmius in other words, the way to reach the real advantage in the avoid the ruchnis is not by locking ourselves away from the world and being involved completely just with spiritual things, but rather the avoid of making even more the things into a carbon to Hashem, and it's specifically through making the tsura, making the spirit overpower the material. The Rukhni is over the gashmi; that from the gashmi we transform it into spirit from kamus. We make from quantity into quality. Here we get to a much greater advantage in the avoy ruchnis of the Nishama. says, that this idea of adding bekamus, but that's ultimately going to help us with the echos as well in a, in a more broader sense of the word, is the whole idea of being makarev people that are, in other words, greater quantity more hidden to Torah and mitzvahs, that even Yidn that is seem to be like the carbon that's not fitting for the Mizbeach, are Absolin Rachmanulitzlan, even they we put up on the Mizbeach in a way that once they're up, we don't take them down. And through all of this, as the Apostle says, that there's an of, a light of Hashem that's added to both, to the one being Mikarav and the one being brought closer, that the person working on this also gets an godel much greater than his own Avoidah, so that he gets a completely new quality in his Avoida, and he remains connected, he's the mezbeach, which the idea of that is that he is zoivayach, he's shechting and being mavatl, his mitzi is going up higher and higher beyond any sorts of limitations, as the Possek says, kala lailo ada which means throughout the whole hell of my to the concealment of the golos, all the way to the boiker, to the morning of the oir Hagul.